0: What up, everybody? Welcome in to Fantasy Folds. Your boy Corey Parson, the fantasy detective. My main man, Adam Ronis. You know, the starting five network. Shout out to the homies, Matt Medica and Spitting Speeds with the fantasy mixtape. Me and Nando probably put something out soon. Shout out to the homie Nando. Um, he's uh, getting his stuff back in order, so we should be hearing from Nando shortly. Me and Ronis. Ronis, what's up with you, my man? I guess let's start off right quick with, uh, talking about. America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, uh, not, not a victory, obviously, but it's no such thing as moral victories, particularly in the NFC East. But I will say this: I was, you know, my thing going into the game was I'm ready
1: to crucify Prescott. Dak actually played pretty good. He did, but you know, as usual, uh, people look at the last few minutes and what happened, and they just didn't get it done. Whether it was him stepping out of bounds on the uh, two-point conversion, the penalties. I mean, what was it, first and go from the sixth? Then it was, like, second and 75. So uh, that's kind of been the issue with Dallas is the little mistakes, the penalties, and we saw it in that game against Philly. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Another thing, uh,
0: Dallas not able to get off the field on third down. Philadelphia Philadelphia is elite on third and fourth down. And the reason why, Ronus, is because – you know, they mentioned it. Greg Olson mentioned it throughout the course of the game. They start every drive first and eight, first and seven, because that tush push runners,
1: that play can get them
0: up to three yards.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Philly was 7 of 14 on third down in that game. I mean, Dallas outgained so, those. It's not bad. 7 of 14 is Yeah, 50%, 50%, Dallas was but, 6 of 15. Yeah. Um, you know, Daphne. Philadelphia five was, what, times. 3
0: or 3 on fourth down?
1: Uh, fourth down, two or two. Two or two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and Dallas was three or five. So you know, I Philly had a lot of penalties too. But I mean, Dallas just—it's like the dumbest penalties, man. You know, illegal formation.
0: Well, you know, uh, he did the, the illegal formation. Prescott told a referee seventy-one is eligible.
1: I did. Th- that's what I saw too. Um, who knows? And then they. But it might be it
0: might be the
1: the the tackle's job to tell him Absolutely, that, and not yeah, the quarterback. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm just saying these are little things that come down to coaching. You know what I mean? You're right, hundred percent. Yep. Like, you can't make these mistakes in any game, but let alone against Philly. Yeah. A good team, you know? So, it was frustrating. I mean, it's probably going to be difficult for them to win the division. I know Philly has a ridiculous schedule coming out of their by They're at Kansas City, home to the Bills, home to the Niners, at Dallas, at Seattle. I mean, that's a brutal stretch. Uh, but Dallas has already lost to Philly. They absolutely have to beat them next time, and they'd have to win out. So, it's going to be tough to win a division.
0: Yeah, it's going to be tough to win the division, and now you're in a situation where uh, Seattle has uh, Seattle has gotten better, and Seattle can actually jump up there and get that fifth seed, and they can go to a potential. Well, as long as they don't play the AFC. Yeah, that's true too. And they, and they can end up going to a potential uh, NFC South champion, and that could almost have to send Dallas to like a, a San Francisco in Week One, or or whatever the case. However the NFC plays out, you know, obviously Philadelphia is the top of the heap right now. But we discussed Detroit in that poor schedule and how fast Detroit could actually uh, get to that one seed. You know, speaking of Detroit runners, there's a lot of people. I don't know if they just do this to to aggravate me. A lot of people think that Detroit is better than Dallas.
1: Um, it's close. I, I think, think they're think very so. good, man.
0: I think they're very good too, I think Dallas will beat Detroit. I don't. I, don't, I think they'll control the game versus Detroit. You control it in what way? Meaning that you would never. Like, I don't think the game would ever be in doubt. I think Dallas would grab control of the game, and the game wouldn't be in doubt. When they played last year, Dallas blew them out. That really was the last game that the Lions played poorly. Was that game?
1: No, it wasn't. The last game the Lions played poorly was a few weeks ago against the Ravens when well, they got destroyed 38-6. Yeah, yeah. It's true.
0: <laughs> I mean, before they went on this run, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then they got destroyed by the Ravens. <laughs> you know I mean, what I'm they saying?
1: I mean, they have had a, a pretty – I mean, they beat the Chiefs week one it was no travis kelsey first game of the year still an impressive win they beat in atlanta green bay carolina tampa and the raiders sense. so they really haven't beat anyone but i think they're a good team they're physical they can run the ball i think the key for them obviously is getting a home game or playing indoors we know how bad golf is outside and on the road they have a ton of games indoor the rest of the way or good weather like this week uh against the Chargers on the road, which is a home game for them. They'll have a lot of fans there. Then they got home games against Chicago and Green Bay, at the Saints in a dome, at the Bears, that's going to be a bad weather game, home to Denver inside, at Minnesota inside, at Dallas inside, home to Minnesota inside. So they got a real favorable schedule, and if they can get that home field, that's really going to help them in the postseason. Yep, no doubt about it
0: got another game uh, in uh, overseas in Frankfurt this week with the Colts. Can't the, wait. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I can't wait to wake up at 9 o'clock and watch Mac Jones and Gardner Menchu You know what I'm saying? Mac Jones used to be your guy. What happened? Uh, Mac Jones started playing like a person that he wasn't. Mac Jones started okay. turning the ball over. <laughs> Mac Jones started making poor – Mac Jones was always a more intelligent – intelligence was the strength of Mac Jones' game. Now he looks like the dumbest quarterback in the NFL. He is not playing well at all. And he, he stopped playing well Im, almost immediately after his rookie season. Yeah, he missed some uh, easy throws last week. Yeah, man, it's nothing much to talk about uh, with one Mac Jones, 10 touchdowns, 9 interceptions on the season. But with the Colts and Pats, that is, I don't know, son. Indianapolis is a two-point favorite, right? Yeah.
1: Total is 43 and a half. Hey, this, is, this is a stay away. Oh, yeah, I would not bet on this game, man. I just... It's ugly. Uh, It's probably going to. Check.
0: Looks like we got uh, lost Ronin. so wait for him to get back up here and get on the stream with us, and we can start discussing it and wrapping it up with him. But, no, but it's definitely going to be an ugly game out there across the pond on the other side, so. You want to stay tuned and locked in for that. And then really what I'm looking at with this game right here is the situation with these two running backs. Still kind of thinking, I'll, you know, when Ronis gets back on here, I'll check it with him. Still kind of think Moss is liable too as well as Taylor. So as you get down the stretch of the season, you want to keep those guys going. As far as New England, I was going to kind of talk to Ronis about, you know, where it was at as far as replacing Kevin Bourne. I mean, Kendrick Bourne, I don't think it really makes a difference, to be honest with you, you know what I'm saying, because of the way this offense is playing right now. Uh, But definitely problematic, what we've seen uh, coming on out of this New England Patriots offense. And then when you look at Indianapolis, so basically coach should be able to move the football a little bit better, but really it's still a very tough spot for the New England Patriots to be in and this one right here. So they are getting ready to go across the pond for that game. This is a stay away, no play for me on this one. If anything, we still like the way that Michael Pittman has been playing this season. You know, you can get some love from them other uh, auxiliary wide receivers from the Indianapolis Colts. But for the most part right there, this is like a Michael Pittman. You know you know what the people are in this contest right here that you got to get down with. So go ahead and make that happen. Um, going back to this Sunday slate, you know, the Browns and Ravens really sets up as one of the games of the week, especially particularly in that 1 o'clock Eastern time window. Baltimore lands six and a half in this one. Baltimore has been elite, and I mean elite, running the football, like as a unit. Like, you know, Gus is getting touchdowns and stuff like that. But it's really Jackson Edwards, you know, sprinkling some just ice hill, as my man the King Scott Engel would say. That's really been getting it done. So, I think, you know, obviously that's where the, 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 the strength of the Baltimore Ravens lie in that rushing attack. Kind of saw Zay Flowers have his first bad game of the season last year. I mean, excuse me, last week. But you know, expecting him to bounce back. Tough matchup right here. This is really strength versus strength. That run defense versus that Ravens rush offense. I give the slight nod to the, ra- to the uh, edge to the Ravens. If this becomes a quarterback game, then it's a Lamar Jackson over over um, a Lamar Jackson over uh, over uh, Deshaun Watson, and I would take that one right there. Laying six and a half seems like a lot. I probably wouldn't go that way. But Baltimore's been very good at covering these spreads the past couple of weeks, so I look at the Baltimore Ravens as a team that could get it done right here. I'll probably lay out, or I'll see what the Sunday line movement looks like, see where it goes right there. But the way it sits right now, I, I don't really have too much of a problem laying that big number with Baltimore at home. And even though this Baltimore has, Cleveland has historically the past couple of years played Baltimore well, but um, I, think this is, I think Baltimore is really getting rolling right now. The Commanders and the Seahawks, you know, Washington has traditionally played good out there in the Pacific Northwest. What we don't like with Washington is back-to-back road game spots. We saw it earlier this year. Washington had back-to-back road games. They didn't do too well, so that was not good. Now this is the second time this season with back-to-back road games, so they win one. then I put them to go on the road and lose this week, and I think Seattle gets back on track. Um, commanders in the games I suspect them losing – I like McLaurin, and I like Gibson. I don't think they're going to run the ball too much, so I think we got, you know, limited from Howard this week. So I would look into that. Into that. Into that. You back, Ronis? You back, Ronis?
1: Yeah. I Hold need. on. Wait, why isn't this?
0: super-duper loud, too. <laughs> yeah, effort in getting Adam Ronis back up on here right now, so I won't have to be sitting on here talking to myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's what we are doing. Uh, yeah, so he's connected. We'll get him back up there. But, yeah, like I was saying, when you're looking at this contest right here, you know, you may want to give Gibson a little extra look. There's really nothing much there. And then in Seattle, really, Geno Smith is not playing anywhere near the level that he played at during the, uh, the, uh, to start the season last year. And last year he kind of fell off down the stretch, mainly because of the fact that he was um, – you know, they didn't have that running game after Walker got hurt. But this year the running game is working. Smith's completions, uh, uh, completion percentage has, has died down. Smith's completion percentage has gone down. So that is a tough spot for him right there. Still got those weapons, so I still feel as if, you know, he's going to maybe be able to turn it around and get it done. But the truth of the matter is this. He has not been the same player that he was last season. So if the Seahawks thought they had their quarterback issues uh, fixed, that's not going to be the case. I don't think they're going to be one of these teams that's going to be moving up to get one of the elite quarterbacks in this draft right here. So it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out right there. All right, so I just tried the effort and get Ronas back up. Hopefully we can get him back up in a few moments here. Uh, JSN Smith and Jigba starting to step up as well. think he's rosterable and can use him on uh, certain weeks and stuff like that. Uh, Texans and Bengals. Bengals really starting to hit their stride right now. You know what Chase, you know what, you know what I mean, you know what it all is. Houston on the road is problematic. Cincinnati laying six and a half. I think Houston is going to fight in this one. Cincinnati kind of through the Zach Taylor era has been pretty good at home. Um, interested to see if they stick to running the football, which they got back against the 49ers. Now that could have just been a thing against the 49ers. But um, so we'll keep an eye on that one right there as we go through and discuss some of these games right here. With the Houston Texans, you know what it is. C.J. Stroud and those offensive places and pieces, they got it going on. So, obviously, you roster who you roster in that one and get them in your starting lineups. Um, Saints and Vikings, interesting matchup this weekend between two teams that are in the playoff hunt, uh, solely the Saints and the Vikings. This game is going to be in Minnesota. Josh Dobbs seems like he's been the offensive player of the week with like two or three different teams in the last year and a half. But Dobbs is getting the job done, you know what I'm saying, steps in there last week. The situation with the Atlanta Falcons is a disaster. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Hopefully get Ronus back up in here for that. But we got Saints and Vikings uh, coming up this week. And listen, you know, Addison's still getting that work. Uh, there you go, Ronus. what up?
1: What's up, man? Sorry about that. Some technical difficulties.
0: No, well, I was able to fill in. I've done this, you know, I've done this a little while, you know what I'm saying, Ronus? so I was able to hold it down for you. Um, Good job. Thank you, sir. <laughs> hey, I was talking about Geno Smith uh, a couple seconds uh, uh, before you a little bit before you left. Completion percentage down, turnovers up. Not the same player he was to the to start the season last year. Not at all, son.
1: No, definitely not. I mean, he's had a couple difficult matchups the last two weeks though against the uh, Browns and Ravens. Those are two of the best defenses in the NFL. This is a matchup that he has got to take advantage of, especially since, you know, Washington probably will not be able to bring a pass rush after trading a couple of their key guys with Young and Sweat. They wasn't Um, able to get a pass rush before
0: those guys were trading. Right. I'm saying (laughs) they're gone. And the
1: one thing if you've seen from Geno Smith with a clean pocket, he's been good this year. Um, So I think this is a, a matchup he should take advantage of. I am starting him in one league. I'm not confident about it, but there's not many other quarterbacks on waivers. So I think this should be a week that he bounces back.
0: Yeah, I think I liked you know this week, too. I had to start him last week. It was a bad spot for me. I, I knew it was going to be a disaster. And something said, go to Josh Dobbs. You know what I'm saying? Just in case, you never know. But I didn't want to start somebody who wasn't active, who wasn't going to start the game, you know what I mean? Yeah, no uh, one saw that yeah. coming,
1: man. Like, you know, if Hall, Hall actually well, you know, was the pretty thing good on that it, first drive.
0: Yeah, he was, but I kind of figured if he took a wrong kind of hit with these inexperienced players... I was a little concerned with that. Like I knew Daniel Jones was going to leave that game another night because I don't think Daniel Jones was ready. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, you know, it Ty wasn't Rod the Taylor. same injury. You had, no, it though. wasn't the same injury, but yeah, that's true too. But I just, I don't know, son. It's, I had, Tommy DeVito was going to play last week? <laughs> <laughs> Go get your shine box. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, you know what I really want to talk about, son? Yo, what's up with your man Arthur Smith, yo?
1: Oh, this guy's a clown,
0: bro! You're, you're I can't, starting to I can't remind me. He's a clown for real, son, and he is doing what he is doing almost purposely, right? And then I thought back to it, and you would remember this because we was—oh no, we wasn't working together at the, at the time. But um, remember when Adam Gase had the Jets job and the Miami job, yeah, and you know how he would always get rid of good players. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and then I think I was working with Marshall Falk. We was doing a show with Marshall Falk. And Falk said, you know, Gates doesn't like good players. Or Gates doesn't like superstar players. I think Arthur Smith doesn't like superstar players.
1: Well, it certainly seems that way because he doesn't want to use them. I mean, that series by the goal line, John o. Smith end around, John o. Smith target. It's like, come on, man. You drafted B. John Robinson early hits early drake london early and you don't want to use these guys and you know when he was winning a couple games you know he can get away with it but you lost to a guy who didn't even know the name of his teammates didn't even work with the team i think everyone was rooting against them we want to see it then he had some stupid five-minute press conference talking about Bijan's goal line carries that made no sense it's pretty simple man and it has nothing to do with fantasy he keeps bringing up fantasy like any nfl fan okay put the ball in the hands of your best players it's not even about fantasy. So
0: it's like he's so concerned with fantasy.
1: Be concerned with coaching the football team. Exactly. And try and win games. I mean, you guys are in a shit division, and that's the only reason why you are where you are. It's not a good team. Not with a good team. Four and five, exactly. a game at a first. Who are they fooling? You know what I'm saying?
0: You, you're not really contenders. Sometimes your record can be a hindrance. Like I was telling Commander fans last week, oh, we're still in the hunt, but we're trading our best players. Have your best players made you any better? You got the 30th ranked defense in the NFL. Why are you worried about these defensive linemen? You know what I'm saying? Get draft picks, build it.
1: I don't think all the Smithers are going to be able to build whatever they got going on in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? It's brutal, man. They have a minus 26 differential. They're just so fortunate to be in that division because uh, it's just mind boggling what they're doing because they have talented pieces on offense. And I know Bijan had a fumble in that game, but come on, man. If You're you not going to punish Bijan Robinson, Robinson, Jesus right. Christ. You watch Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier. If you can't see the difference, then I can't help you. Yeah, it shouldn't be a head coach in this
0: league. And I do think that's what what's uh, going to end up happening to Art Smith at the end of this season. Then he can go back to being the coordinator, and then maybe he'll learn his lesson then. Um, Kyler Murray playing this weekend, huh?
1: Yeah, this is going to be interesting to see. I mean, it should help the rest of the players, at least from a skill position perspective. James Conner might be back. They activated the practice window, so we'll see if he's ready to go this week. Uh, So it should help Hollywood Brown. Michael Wilson, if he can return, he was out last week, and we saw Trey McBride a couple weeks ago in a big game. So uh, Falcons have actually been pretty good defensively. I don't know what to expect from Kyler. Uh, I do have them in, I think, one league. I'm not going to start him this week. Um, another league, I had to drop him last week because I didn't want to hold three quarterbacks and I needed a quarterback for a buy. so I wanted to picking him up and then dropping him. So, I mean, I, looking at the quarterback landscape this week, he's a borderline QB one. You got some of the top guys on bye and a lot of backups. And this Packers-Steelers game, how many Fantasy.
0: How many people can
1: you start in between these two teams on your fantasy team? Not many. I think – I guess you feel better about Najee Harris. He looked better last he has game. did get the yeah. touchdown. Jalen Warren's kind of looked good as well. So, they're – I guess you could start them. I would start Deontay Johnson. Played his prop last week. And, you know, that proved to be great. I'd be worried about Pickens. His numbers are just not the same when Deontay Johnson's on the field. And what is it? Kenny Pickett's throwing – Two touchdown passes, what, once in his career? Right? <laughs> I know he hasn't done for more real? than once. Not yet, bad. dude. It, it is, boy, you, are, you're surprised that he actually did that? Yeah, yeah. I'm dude, like, oh, it's wow. insane, man. People, <laughs> Good for him. I think it's only once in his career, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, against Vegas on the twenty fourth. And that is insane, bro. Son the only lady one Annie, time.
0: Yeah, the lady Annie Agar that do those NFL weekend recap videos. Was uh-huh. talking about the teams that started backup quarterbacks this week. She listed the Steelers, and then she's like, "Hey, hey the spaghetti pick is not a backup." She said, "Well, he should be." <laughs> dude, it, it is bad, man. So I don't,
1: I don't see. He's gonna take that team you, to the playoffs, though. I don't, dude. This team has been outscored in every single game, man. Yes. How can they keep? I mean, outgained, outgained. Yeah. My bad, outgained by yards. I don't know how this team's five and three. They've gotten so lucky. Remember, they played the. they Ravens won't win the this Ravens, week. They're gonna be six and three this week. They should. I mean, look, the Ravens game, the receivers drop passes left and right. Yep. Um, Then what was the other game? Oh, the Browns game. They had two returns for a touchdown. Yeah. Like, they just keep getting things broken their way. Um, It just can't continue like this. But they are better than the Packers. But then, listen, then they get the Browns and the Bengals on the road. They're not winning those games. I mean, I guess they could beat the Browns. Then they get the Cardinals and the Patriots at home. They should win both of those games. They could win all the three bagels, of those. At Seattle, at Baltimore. Man, they do have enough. That's, I don't want to see them in the playoffs, man. Like, here's the thing. The one thing you don't want to see, and I know I've said this before, you don't want to see Pittsburgh getting over the playoffs over Cincinnati, bro. We need Joe Burrow in the playoffs. We've seen... Well, right now, the whole
0: division is in the playoffs. The team on that, the outside the, right now is the Buffalo Bills.
1: Right. And that... I'm worried about the Bills,
0: man. I would worry about the Bills, too. They're not the same team since they went to they're London. They're not. They lost their, both their, they lost their two best defensive players in London, and they haven't been the same team. Son, they're and Josh Allen. Since, with since shoulder that London issue. game, son, they're one of the worst teams in the league uh, statistically.
1: Yeah, they're not good, man. I mean, they barely beat the Giants. They could have lost that game. That was a pass interference on Darren Waller. They didn't call. Who knows how that game changes. You know, the Buccaneers game, they were in control, and they let them back in. Uh, the Bengals game, you never got the feeling that they were going to win. Uh, I think I would absolutely take the 7.5 with Denver on Monday night. Yeah, 100%. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, Oh, my God. Look at this. Oh, dude. So, they got the Broncos this week. I don't think that's a lock. They win. No, I think the Broncos might beat them. I was I was getting ready to say I think the Broncos might beat them. I I'm definitely taking the points. I could see them winning. I wouldn't take Buffalo and Survivor. Yeah. So then they're they're home to the Jets. The Jets played them well last year, both games, and already beat them this year with Wilson at quarterback. Now I know that was different because it was the middle of the game. Now they prepare for Wilson, but that could be a nine six game that the Jets can win. Then they're at Philly, at Kansas City, home to Dallas, at the Chargers home to New England and at Miami, where's the easy win in there? Maybe New England, and New England already beat them. No easy win in there. I told – listen, not to say – now,
0: listen, it didn't happen because of what I said. Josh Allen completely collapsed. This is really a thing where the NFL set this team up. You know what I mean? They left Jacksonville out there to get nice and comfortable (laughs) across the pond. Then they brought Buffalo out there on a short week, right? They almost like they sacrificed the Bills. Now, you can't – those two injuries are not really – Soft tissue injuries. They were bad luck injuries. It's a tough spot for the Buffalo Bills to be in. And at the beginning of the season, they were plus 195 to miss the playoffs. That very well could be the case uh, for the Buffalo Bills. Titans and Buccaneers uh, this weekend. Oh, God, son. Will Levin's – what is this? <laughs> what is this, the Titans and Buccaneers? How did this get on our NFL schedule?
1: No, oh, it was a lot of bad teams. I got to say, though, I, I thought Levis was – He was good, played well. Against Pittsburgh, it was a short week. He's got a good arm. He's definitely a healthy – He hangs Hopkins. in the pocket, son. Dude, you're not going to believe this. That game, I had a plus 1,800 parlay. You know what the last leg was? What? Will Levis' interception. It happened on the last play of the game. Wow. Dude, that I was, was – good. Bugging. Yeah, and then two plays before, I think, the Steelers dropped it. I was like, man – And then the last play – he gets the he throws the interception. I was like, man. I, so you know, we all talk about the leg, the one legs we miss. Because trust me, I lost a lot of NBA parlay so far on one leg. You know, you get one of those, and you're like, okay. Uh, you know, oh day.
0: son, you when you hit one, you right. get ready to go on a <laughs> get ready to <laughs> get ready to give it all back. You know exactly. what I'm saying? <laughs> I had one last week too, and you know, I, I'm talking about. I'm talking, It was a good one too with college football and NFL. Like it was one of those lottery ticket ones, four dollars to win thirteen hundred Ronas. The Seattle,
1: the Seattle Seahawks. What did you have for the Seahawks covering? Covering the spread. Oh man, that was brutal. Well, at least you knew early you weren't going to get that. Exactly. <laughs> 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 right? Would you rather have that? Like, hey, just kick me in the. Nuts get the shit get out the way. Away. Get it out the right? way. And, of then I, oh, and then I and then after that I start rooting,
0: and after that I start rooting against the rest of the ticket. You know what I'm saying? Right. See, yeah. The thing about it is. Sunday morning I was like is there a way I can hedge this because I had hit all the college football games right this is ATS too five college football ATS I was like oh this is this might go down this weekend by by the start of the second quarter I was like this is not going to happen then I was like okay I need the charges to lose now you know what I'm saying <laughs> I want everybody else to lose so it's not a one a one ticket uh, affair and as, as you win some you lose some um 49ers and Jaguars, interesting game this week. San Francisco's a road favorite. Jacksonville has been pretty good. They are kind of better on the road when it comes to betting them, you know what I'm saying? But they haven't been bad at home either. How do you think this one right here plays out?
1: I would take the Niners. Uh, Jacksonville, I know they've won games and they've been pretty good, but Lawrence has still been up and down. They don't finish off a lot of drives. ETN's been good, but it's a lot of value. Again, they're a team that, you know, you got to give them credit. You're in the NFL, you're 6-2, but, okay, they beat Atlanta. That was a London game, right? Yeah, then they beat the Bills in London. We talked about that. They beat the Colts, cool. Beat the Saints on the road, short week. So, the the travel, I'll give them credit because they had the two games in London and come back, short week, Saints, on the road. Um, Actually, no, the Colts game with no bye. And then short week travel to New Orleans. That's a tough place to play. They won that, and then they win in Pittsburgh, which they should have. You know, again, Pittsburgh's not good, but it's always tough to win there. But the Niners really need this game. Is Trent Williams coming back? I think Trent Williams is supposed to be. Let me Okay, I one. know Debo should be good to go. I saw so, the Debo news. Uh, uh,
0: Trent is questionable. Trent and Debo are both questionable. I think Debo is playing. They I think Debo like after
1: play. the bye, yeah. so. Yeah, I would lean towards the Niners. They really need this game badly.
0: Yeah, Jacksonville is tough at home, though. You know what I mean? Especially as a home dog. But I, I I think I do I agree with you. And then, you know, you see where Steve Wilkes is going to be on the field now. Yes. So, I don't know what difference that's going to make. But they say that's the way that they're more comfortable playing. Uh, we discussed the I mean, Lions. I worked for Matt Canada. <laughs> <laughs> we discussed the Lions a little bit earlier. They go on the road this weekend to face the Chargers. Lions laying three on the road. Lions have been an ATS wagon.
1: I don't think, is this a Jameer Gibbs role yet? No, Montgomery will be back. I mean, look, I don't see how you can go with what they were doing before Gibbs got hurt and mostly Montgomery. I think it needs to be closer to a 50-50 split or 55-45 Montgomery. I just don't see how you can see what Gibbs did and be like, yeah, we're going to use him less. so... I think you start you can start. obviously you're gonna start both in fantasy, um, uh, but you have to just lower the expectations for Gibbs because he's just, he was getting massive volume with Montgomery out and that's just not gonna happen again.
0: Yep. Who would you start if you were doing a DFS lineup and had to start with a charger, what charger would it be?
1: Uh probably Keenan Allen's got to be cheaper than Eckler. Yeah, I, I, I would start with Keenan Eckler's Allen. Eckler's not been great, man. Yeah, not at he all. He dropped three passes in that game. You know why? Everyone was on his over-receiving yards that night. Yeah. That and Brees Hall. I had Brees Hall's over 19 and a half-receiving yards. Dude had four catches for 10 yards. Unbelievable. Zach Wilson. Dak Wilson, Nah, let me stop. <laughs> man, it's a, it's a shame the Jets though. But you know what though, I will say this: their coaching staff does nothing to help him, man. How do you just let that guy drop back in the pocket behind that offensive line? Why don't you move him around? Even I watched Do you watch the manicast?
0: No, I didn't watch the manicast this Okay, weekend. they
1: were talking about it all the time. You got a chip, like they don't do anything to help Zach Wilson, man.
0: No, uh, uh-uh. uh, it's it's they really is not the the best. Uh, he doesn't really know what he's doing when. And I don't want to say he doesn't know what he's doing. He's the coordinator, Salah. You know what I'm saying, and I think he's making strides. But this is this is a tough year for them, and probably held on the way the best that they could. They still are four and four, going on the road to the Raiders. They are a favorite, which is awkward. But Wait, um, you
1: know, and so I was pissed off two weeks ago because they had an opportunity to flex this game out. They decided not to. I'm like, what? I wonder why not. Well, I, I don't know. I really don't know because it's not like Taylor Swift gonna be there, right? Like. I mean, I don't know what the other options were because, you know, the networks get to protect the game. So, I mean, there's not great games this week to be – I mean, Lions-Chargers. Now, the Chargers were just on primetime, I think, twice. Yeah. I don't know. It's a CBS game at four. Maybe they protected that game. They probably protected that game. So, that might be it. I mean, this is an awful slate this week. This is the worst set of primetime games that we've had. I would rather
0: see Texans than Bengals.
1: So would I. Yeah. I would rather see that. Bengals were – just on primetime I don't know if that matters it's a CBS game at one Packers Steelers Titans Bucks maybe maybe that was protected it, this is a shit week anyway yep. I mean look at these primetime games we're recording on Thursday Panthers Bears I mean really Colts Patriots in Germany Sunday night Jets Raiders and Monday Broncos Bills I mean, this week. has got to be the worst sleep of primetime games Until year. next week. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't look. No, is I'm just teasing you. I don't know what it oh. is next week. I'm just saying. No. Oh, dude, Thursday night next week, bro,
0: Bengals-Ravens. There you go. So now we get a goodie next week. That's going to be, that's gonna be uh, a lot of playoff implications in that one right there. Won't and that,
1: here's the thing that's interesting, too. You got to keep an eye on the Bengals this week and what they do, knowing that they have that game, because they're 0-2 in a division, and that's a bigger game. I mean, the Texans game is still kind of big because it's con- a conference. But – Jamar Chase dealing with a back issue. And T. Higgins now has a hamstring injury that he picked up in practice on Wednesday. And uh, he hasn't been practicing. So, do the Bengals say, you know what? We'd rather have those guys for Baltimore? Something to keep an eye on. But uh, that's a really good game. And then next Sunday night, Vikings-Broncos. And then Monday night, Eagles-Chiefs. Ooh, yeah. yeah. It does improve
0: next week. Um, uh, the, uh, the Fox 425 is dallas and the oh Giants. And um it's, it's Dallas, so obviously it's going to – Sun. Speaking of Dallas, we'll talk about that in a second. But, uh yeah, go get the shine box. Tommy DeVito comes to Dallas. I saw something. Somebody said the Giants team total is 10.5. People are like, they've never seen a team total that low before.
1: Yeah, and I think you would take the under, right? I would take the under. <laughs> I would take the under well, nine and a 9.5. So – is there any way, if you still have Dallas, that you don't use them in Survivor? I don't see how you, you can Yeah, yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to. yeah right? if you're still alive, yeah. Who's even, who's even second? I didn't rent my column yet, and I'm like, I don't even know who to pick second at this point.
0: Would you take Tampa?
1: No, I don't trust them. I think they, they could lose that game. Cincinnati? Uh, the injuries oh, worry me. the Seahawks. Yes. Probably. It's tough to trust them, but I probably you're right. I mean that's the second biggest spread. Oh no, the second I would not take Buffalo. And Buffalo's I, the second highest. I wouldn't seven. take
0: Baltimore either. Not in, a, not either in the the division I. matchup. I
1: think Baltimore will win. Cause how how are the Browns gonna score?
0: Uh the grace of God. I, I couldn't really tell you. You know, you know, Watson played better last week,
1: but this yeah, is not a one matchup. One of the touchdowns yeah. bounced off a defender right into the hands <laughs> that's of in right. the end zone.
0: <laughs> that's right. I, I, I listen. I, I've been, you know, I've been criticized heavily for criticizing Deshaun Watson. Why? Because people say that I'm not giving him enough time. How much, fucking How much time do you want to give him? He got paid seven hundred fifty <laughs> fucking million. <laughs> Thank you, son. Right? Like what? Thank you, son. Thank you. <laughs> like I've seen like ten games. He looked like Zach Wilson. I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? But you know it is. What, what do you want to wait
1: till the season's over and he missed the playoffs? Yeah, and
0: then you got to give him another sixty
1: three. though. Know, he was definitely
0: he definitely worth the sixty three you are gonna give him next year. He had an entire off season. A disaster, son. A disaster. Um, yeah, you can't play no Giants. You already know what that game is. Jets and Raiders spoke on that one briefly as well. Um the Raiders have an improvement coming down the stretch here. It looks like they like playing for Antonio Pierce cuz they damn sure hated um Josh oh McDaniels.
1: My. You know, and I think we've all been in that situation before. We've all worked at a place where you don't like your boss or you're unhappy with some of the people you work with and you could say what you want cuz you're still there to get paid and do a job, but it does affect your morale. Man, this is the epitome of that in the NFL. You saw the difference These guys are smoking cigars in the locker room. This was insane, bro. Now, they did play the Giants, so let's calm down. They played Danny DeVito at quarterback. Hey! And they (laughs) won 30-6. So, we got to calm down a little bit. It's not like Aiden O'Connell did much, but the one thing that they did seem, and Pierce mentioned after the game, they really want to feed Josh Jacobs. He's like, we need to get him to 100. He had 98 last week. Still disappointing for Devontae Adams, though. You thought he would get fed. Only seven targets, four for 34. He's got a tough matchup this week, you know, the Jets' outside corners. I know Keenan yep. Allen had a big game, but that's because he plays mostly the slot. That's where you have to get the Jets, the slot. So, don't look for another big game for Devontae Adams. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a tough game, man, uh, Raiders-Jets to call. Yep. Yeah. But I don't – look at this. The Raiders ain't getting it. Look at this schedule. Jets, Dolphins, Kansas City, Minnesota, Chargers, Chiefs, Colts, yeah. Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, no, tough. Little, With tough. Aiden O'Connell, good luck.
0: Tough sledding in that one right there, you know what I'm saying? But uh definitely want to wish everybody good luck this weekend as we inch closer to fantasy football playoffs and getting ready to make these stretch runs. You know, me Ronus, the whole starting five network, got you covered right here, Cloud 10 uh Podcast Network for my boy Adam Ronis is Corey Parsons, the fantasy executive. Fantasy foes, good luck and we we'll see you next week.